here. It's Eagles 360, Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro, along with Glenn Mack now on this Tuesday at the NovaCare Complex. Thanks for joining us. Great show for you today. A little fantasy football talk, a trip around the beleaguered NFC East. And uh, we're going to talk a little upset in just a bit here. A couple oh, yeah. of upsets. We got one coming up on Sunday, right? Eagles, Patriots. Are the Eagles favored in this game? I have some good historic ones that you can certainly use to advance the cause that they do it. <laughs> You're so straight. How about, <laughs> how about Sam Bradford possibly getting back in the lineup on Sunday? How much of an impact would that have on this offense? Well, I think it'll help you in that fewer turnovers is a good thing, and I think with Sam Bradford you're going to probably get fewer turnovers. More importantly, Dave, I think the key is you still have to assess what you're going to have from Sam Bradford going into next year. Is he the guy you want to lock into next year? He looked very good before he got hurt. He was coming on strong. You want to see him get back and give you a few good games before the end of the year so you can make a better decision. Do you believe that prior to the injury he was progressing toward becoming potentially a franchise quarterback? You used the word developing and potentially, and yes, okay. I will agree. I am not going to lock into him, but I thought he was getting better, and so therefore it gave you gave – you you know, some hope, you just need more evidence. Yeah. So that's what you have the chance it, to get. It is the, the large, the large, the large number one story coming into the football season, and now with five games remaining, it remains the big story. The Eagles need to find a franchise quarterback. Could be Sam Bradford. Let's get you caught up on everything happening on this Tuesday in South Philadelphia. A rainy one indeed. We've got some updates for you. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith and this is your 360 update. The rainy weather forced the Eagles inside for today's training session here at the NovaCare Complex. And the big story today centered around rookie cornerback Eric Rowe as defensive coordinator Bill Davis said that Rowe will most likely be taking the outside snaps as he fills in for Nolan Carroll who broke his ankle in Detroit. Now if Rowe is to see significant playing time, both he and his teammates are confident in his ability. I think so. I think it's time for him to, to go out there and, and see what we have. We um, you know, he played 14 snaps matched up on uh, on uh, Megatron last week. Uh, they caught four on him. And I think Eric uh, grew a little bit. Uh, two of those catches were in the field, which Eric was way too soft and far off, and, and we talked about it. I mean, I, I just told him after the game, I was like, man, this, this, is how you, this is the time you get better. Like, those games make you better. Everybody has them. What you do is you go back and you look at your technique and what you could have did right. You know, great learning experience for me. Uh, but with, with the weekend, I mean, that really helped, you know, clear my mind, you know, help me, help me recover, get ready for this next week, and, you know, just got to get back to what, we, uh, what we're used to doing. As Rowe and the rest of the Eagles defense looks to get back on track this weekend, they'll be facing the New England Patriots offense led by quarterback Tom Brady, who's among the best in the league at getting the ball out quick. We heard from some of the Eagles defenders inside the locker room about the challenges of playing a quarterback like Brady. You gotta be you gotta be close to perfect. You gotta be eleven guys doing exactly their job. You gotta hold your your, your defenses. Uh, you know, and and I'm excited this week because you know we seem to maybe raise to the level of play. And I'm excited to you know, hopefully watch us raise to the raise our level of play to go against one of the best. Uh, the mindset, you know, we, we gotta try to we gotta try to outsmart Brady because man, he's He's unbelievably smart. I mean, you know, like you said, he is he is like the best, you know, probably he's the best quarterback I've seen in my era. So you gotta throw the time a little bit and um just you know, it helps. He 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 likes throwing inside routes. That's that's his favorite. The goal always is to take away their first read. 
but you know, it's now it's take away the first and second because he's just as fast with the second read. And um, if you can do that, I mean, you can you might have a little you might have a game, you know, because Tom Brady and them they they go off looks, and you know he's good at reading. That will wrap things up for this edition of the 360 update. Be sure to stay tuned to PhiladelphiaEagles.com throughout the week for all of the latest Eagles news. Thanks, Alex. You know, Glenn, if you try to make any sense of this football season, very difficult to do so. A month ago, we're sitting here. Eagles beat the Cowboys. A couple of tomato cans on the on the menu mm -hmm. here. WWW. Wrote them all in. Way. Right. Not exactly. Didn't so work out that this way. This is why I'm thinking that perhaps the tables are turned for Sunday. Why are you laughing? Because if it happens and things save, Dave, it'll just be great. I can't sit here with a straight face and think that the Eagles are going to beat New England. Okay. Well, hey, stranger things have happened. Let me get you this way. I've been wrong more often than right this year, so if I'm wrong again, that would be terrific. We're counting on Glenn Mack now being wrong. And speaking of David and Goliath, well, in a football sense, we've got some great upsets for you, Eagles style, when we return to Eagles 360. Dunkin's new sweet black pepper bacon sandwich with double the slices of caramelized crispy peppered bacon. It's the bacon experience you've been waiting for. Bacon up. America runs on Dunkin'. Carbs to compete. Electrolytes to replenish. Everything you need to keep sweating. I sup to Philly. I sup to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I sup to Philly. The Broad Street Line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. To my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly! I've always kept very close tabs on every NFL team. What are you doing in there? That's why I got NFL Red Zone on Xfinity. Now I can see every touchdown from every game Sunday afternoons. We can still see you. Get NFL Red Zone from NFL Network. Click to learn more. Be the playmaker in Madden 16. Available now. Eagles at the Patriots on Sunday in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Welcome back to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, along with Glenn Mack now. The Eagles not favored by anybody to win this game. Doesn't mean that they won't win the game. And we are now going to hear from Glenn Macknow via the fans some of the great upsets in Eagles football history. Went on Twitter last night, Dave Spadaro, and asked people to Welcome remember to some century. of the great ones. <laughs> I'm Mr. Twitter. Uh, asked the fans to give me some of the great upsets of all time. And, and I got to tell you, they responded. The good news is the Eagles have really been involved in a lot of big upsets over the years. I'll give you the runners-up, and then I'll give you the top yeah. five. Runners-up. I didn't want to go too ancient, but the last game of 1953, the Cleveland Browns were going for 12-0 perfect record. Eagles beat them. That was from uh, noted non-Twitterer Ray Dinger. Okay, I was going to say, go. somebody on Twitter does not know 1953. <laughs> no, no way. No, but here's, here's some of the good ones on Twitter. 
1995, the famous fourth and one game against Dallas. Ricky Waters ran for 110 yards. Gary Anderson field goal. We Cowboys. Right, it was beautiful. The Cowboys were Super Bowl champs before and after that, so that was a good one. Uh, November 25, 2002, McNabb breaks his ankle. They go to San Francisco for a Monday night game. I do not believe what I've seen here. Nine-point underdogs. Coy Detmer is great, blows out his elbow. Yes. And they still win behind A.J. Feely. These are the runners-up, and almost, almost 2007 against the Patriots. The Patriots were 24-and-a-half-point favorites. And the Eagles hung in there till the end. It was the Patriots undefeated. And the quarterback season. that game was AJ Field. Yes, indeed. Okay, so here's your top five counting down. Number five. Thank you, Josh Winters on Twitter. This is the Eagles go to Dallas, beat them ten to six as ten point underdogs in 2007. The Cowboys were 13 and three that year, and that game is best remembered for the very end of the game. You know it. They give the ball. Uh, they give the ball Westbrook. Brian Westbrook with just two minutes to go. And what happens? Stops at the one-yard line. Right. Gets Breaking the hearts of fantasy football players everywhere. <laughs> yeah, could have used that six points. But Andy Reid says that was that Villanova education showing itself. That's right. All right, number four, September 22nd, 1985. The Eagles go into Washington. Week three is a 14-point underdog. Randall Cunningham's first win in the National Football League. Eagles had not scored a touchdown the first two weeks, they were 14-point underdogs to Washington, and they go in and beat them 19-6. That was Joe Gibbs' team in his prime. Head coach that day for the Eagles? Was Marion Campbell. Kind of, it was, it, was, it was like things were slipping away his yeah. last year before Buddy Ryan. was not a good season, but that was a great underdog Fred win. Bruni later that year, right? Right. Somebody named Smiley Criswell got yes. two sacks for yes. the Eagles. Yeah. I do remember that. In fact, he wore number 92, if I believe. Prior to Reggie White wearing number 92. That's not why they retired it, though, right? I don't think so. Okay, number three, Rob McGinnis gave me this one on Twitter, and it's a good one. 2008 playoff game against the New York Giants, who were the number one seed. The Giants come out off of their Super Bowl win the year before. Eagles have to go up to the Meadowlands. This is going to be a really tough one. Windchill, 17 miles an hour. You remember it. 20-mile-an-hour wins. It's a tough day. And the Eagles, who were 8-6-1 that year, Go up and beat the Giants that day. Uh, I'm trying to find the final score. I don't have it. It doesn't matter score. because the upset really that year was getting into the playoffs. As yes. I remember, the last day of the season, Tampa Bay winning. Dallas comes into the, into Lincoln Financial Field, and it was just a nutsy, crazy 4 o'clock game, and the Eagles went out and smoked the Dallas Cowboys. New York Giants. No, in the, to get into oh, oh, the to playoffs. Oh, to get into it. I'm sorry. The yeah, the last game. That was the upset. The Giants game. That was just mojo. And you know, and you know what? It was the they got the bad Eli that game. And the, the Eagles have always had good Eli, bad Eli. They crushed Eli that day. Saw bad Eli on Sunday against Washington, by the way. Indeed Three interceptions and a fall down. All right, here you go. Number two, 1979 against the Cowboys. The Cowboys had beaten the Eagles nine times in a row. They had beaten them 21 of the last 23 games. The Eagles go to Dallas. And this was where Dick Vermeil, for three years after he came to the Eagles, said, we got to beat the Cowboys. You got to do the extra rep because we got to beat the Cowboys. You got to run the extra wind sprint so we, we can beat the Cowboys. Night before that game, yeah. in the hotel, Dick Vermeil says to his players, "You know what?" He calls them all together in the hotel. You know what it's going to take to beat the Cowboys? One more day, and he leaves, and they're chanting and screaming, "One more day! One more day!" They go out. Jaws gets hurt that game. They beat him behind. Johnny Walton. That is correct. 59-yard field goal that game Tony by Frank Tony Franklin. And the Eagles beat the Cowboys 31 to 21. A great upset. And somewhere Dick Vermeil is watching this, no doubt, sobbing at the memory. <laughs> it was a great, great moment. 
And the all-time best Eagle upset, and by the way, um, this came from one of our fans. We'll put, we'll put the Twitter handle up there. Was 1994, not a good year for the Eagles. They went 7-9. and nine. They played the San Francisco 49ers, who, by the way, would win the Super Bowl that year. In San Francisco, they go into that one as a 10-point underdog, and they beat them 40-8. to eight. Whose yeah. great debut that day? Charlie Garner, of course. Come on. What do I look like I was born yesterday? Well, maybe I do look like I was born yesterday. Do I look like I fell oh, off the turnip truck? Do born I look yesterday? like I fell off the turnip truck without knowing that Charlie Garner day? Come on, Victor Bailey, big day. Victor Bailey, Mark Bavaro, big day. Yeah. A lot of non-memorable Eagles that day. Headed by which coach? Rich coach. There we go. William Fuller knocks Steve Young out so of the game. So it can happen, Eagles fans. And it will on Sunday. Thank you very much for the trip down memory lane to Glenn and to all the fans who helped us on Twitter, that new fangled technology that may or may not last. When we return to Eagles 360, we're going to talk about the NFC East, where literally anything can happen. I got tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket. Talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I got to oh, make that profit. Makes more sense. Does the baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. What makes a temple owl? Meet Stella. She's wise, fierce, and she's not alone. Temple University, where owls call home. We are the cherry and white. The city is our classroom, and we lead the rush hour, making our mark on every field around the world. A world without Temple, well, that's like the sky without the North Star. Temple, never stopping. Eagles fans, score a touchdown of your own by downloading the new McDonald's app for some delicious deals on the download. Offers are updated weekly, and you can receive a free sandwich just for downloading the app. McDonald's, I'm loving it. We welcome you back to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, along with Glenn Mack. Now time now to take a look around the NFC East, presented by Bob's Discount Furniture. And remarkably, at the top of the heap, Kirk Cousins and his Washington Redskins football team. How about Kirk Cousins right now being the best quarterback in the division? I would probably right? agree with that. He's He's got game manager skills and a mind that occasionally goes rogue on him, which hurts him. But if you look at this team, they are undefeated at home. Right. Can't win on they the road. The first one. They lost the first That's game. That's right. Excuse me. They, they're, they are, they've won five in a row. haven't won on the road. They're, they've won one game at home. Um, and in a really poor division where we said 8-8 eight and eight could win it, all of a sudden they're, they're in the race. Yeah, not only in the race, they are leading the race, hosting the Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football. I actually think the Cowboys will go to 
FedEx Field and give the Redskins a real battle. I, I just think that Why Des not? Bryant and I just think the Cowboys are due for a win here with Matt Castle at quarterback. Tony Romo out for the season now, re-injuring the collarbone, Glenn. It makes me wonder just how many more comebacks at age 36 Tony Romo has. Um, well, I think you're right. And father time catches up with everybody. I, clearly, he's going to come back next year. And it, it's the kind of injury that's not going to linger. Um, but, yeah, he's been beat up a lot over the years. The decision they're going to have to make along with that in the short term is if they continue to lose, right? I mean, I know they still think they can be there, but one more loss and they're done. Are they going to shut down Des Bryant, who clearly isn't playing 100%? Are they going to shut down some of the other guys who aren't up there? When do they decide to pack it in? Three of their four, four games here uh, uh, that we see are away from Texas, tough games at Buffalo. You know, they've got uh, at Green Bay. They've got the at Washington on Monday night, the Cowboys. I, I still think, I mean, 7-9, and nine, it's not inconceivable. Wow, seven and nine. I mean, it's not inconceivable, right? Five and six leads the division. No, it's not inconceivable because nobody wants to win. Right. So that's why yeah. the Eagles are still in this race, people. Well, theoretically, yes. And maybe it comes down to that last game against the New York Giants, who this week play the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. The big concern for the Giants is the offensive line. They lose Jeff Schwartz for the season. They are banged up in front of Eli Manning. And watching the game on Sunday, Washington and New York. Eli Manning, a shell of what he has been at times in recent years, falling down with pressure in his face, throwing end zone interceptions behind his receivers. Had it not been for this superhuman catch from Odell Beckham Jr., that New York Giants football team's offense pretty much non-productive at all against Washington. Yeah, and a big part of it is they've had no running game all year, right? And that's, you know, if for you have years. no running game. For well, years. really for years. Yeah. That's, that's true, right? What's the last time they had Rodney a Rodney Hampton. Game? I don't know, maybe since then, I'm just kidding. But seriously, they, they don't run, they have not run the football well at all. No, they can't, and, and Rashard Jennings isn't going to be the guy right. who can do it. And so, therefore, if you have no running game and the teams can just blitz and kill your quarterback, they're going to kill you. O.J. Anderson? That's what, no. <laughs> Jacobs, Brandon Jake, Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs. He was pretty good. Boy, I love the Eagles when they used to stuff him on those third yeah, those and fourth were fun and short. Times. But, and that's what I want to see from this Eagles defense. I, I don't see the physical Eagles defense of years past. No. And a run around the block kind of defense. Right, and it's tough against – the Eagles have a tough time against those power runners right now. Yeah. Who's the Patriots guy? Really the only guy they have left on offense other than Brady right now? LeGarrette. Yeah. Yeah. He's tough. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, yeah, well, he's not elite, but he's tough. He's a tough one for hey, him. Hey, pack him all at the line of scrimmage, blitz him, man press. Let's go after Tom Brady. When we return to Eagles 360, that, by the way, is your look at the NFC East, which has literally not changed since day one of the season. We use words like muddled and beleaguered and middling and NFC least all year. Very consistent division. You can say anything you want about the NFC East. It's been consistent. Lee <laughs> bad. When we return, we're taking a look at fantasy football thanks to Alex Smith and Joe Dolan. I've always kept very close tabs on every NFL team. What are you doing in there? That's why I got NFL Red Zone on Xfinity. Now I can see every touchdown from every game Sunday afternoons. We can still see you. Get NFL Red Zone from NFL Network. Click to learn more. How's it progressing with the prisoner? He'll tell us everything he knows very shortly, sir. As you were. Where were we? 1974 team. Service! If your boss stops by, you act like you're working. 
It's what you do. If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch to GEICO. It's what you do. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apple, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. Catch holiday cookie cheer on the tip of your tongue with Dunkin' Donuts holiday cookie-flavored coffees, lattes, and macchiatos. Enjoy every sip of the new Snickerdoodle Macchiato. America runs on Dunkin'. Now, I don't play it, but I recognize that everybody does. It's fantasy football time here on Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Mack. Now, how did you do, by the way, in your what's the deal with your I'm suicide? I'm in two ball? leagues. Oh, with okay. this, oh, that. Su suicide. We started with 27,790 people called the last fan standing right now. We are down to 25 people. Wow. Dave, last year at this time I had 880 people. This year I have 25. It is the most unpredictable, crazy NFL season, and not just because of the Eagles. And how would you describe your fantasy football acumen? 8-4 uh, and four in one league, made the playoffs. 6-6 six and six in the other league, made the playoffs because it's the NFC East, I guess. Yeah. So I'm in the playoffs in both leagues. Well, it is playoff time. The postseason is here for fantasy football. Alex Smith and Joe Dolan here to take us on a trip down fantasy lane. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Smith, and welcome to another edition of Fantasy Spin presented by Bud Light. I'm joined, as I am every week, by Joe Dolan, the managing editor of FantasyGuru.com. Joe, let's start things off today by talking about the Eagles. And if Sam Bradford is healthy this week and he can go against the Patriots, what does that mean for fantasy owners, and how does that affect a guy like Jordan Matthews? Well, obviously, it's been a tough stretch of games for the Eagles here this lot, these last couple weeks. Um, but I would think Sam Bradford coming back at least gives them a little bit of juice. It seems like everything kind of fell apart for them when Sam Bradford went out against Miami a couple of weeks ago. And I know that's not going to exactly help maybe a defense that's struggling, but I think it should help bring some stability back to the team. Now, as for Bradford, his fantasy production hasn't been great this year, but you have to think they're going to have to score points to keep up with the Patriots. I don't care who Tom Brady has to throw to. I don't care if, if Rob Gronkowski's out of this game. I don't care if Danny Amendola's out. I really, uh, Julian Edelman's already out. I don't care. They're going to score points, and they're coming off a loss, so Tom Brady's going to be angry. So I would think that the, the Eagles are going to have to throw to keep up in this one, and that bodes well if you are desperate for Sam Bradford, and I think it bodes well for Jordan Matthews because the Patriots are giving up nearly 200 yards per game to opposing wide receivers over the last five weeks. Joe, out in Denver, two games and two wins for Brock Osweiler. Right now, we're really not sure how long Peyton Manning is going to be out, so if Osweiler is the guy out in Denver, how good of an option is he going forward? I think he's a viable streaming option. And the first thing you look at, especially this year, this year's been crazy with quarterbacks. All the guys you drafted early, Luck, Rodgers, the, uh, these guys aren't coming through for you. And it's been a streaming year. Uh, there's going to be fantasy championship teams with Blake Bortles on them. There's going to be fantasy championship teams with Ryan Fitzpatrick on them. And I think you can throw Brock Osweiler into that mix. And one of the first things you look at when you're looking at quarterbacks this year, actually, the first thing you look at is the schedule down the stretch. And fortunately, if you picked up Brock Osweiler, he's got a really good one. At San Diego, at home against Oakland, he's got at Pittsburgh, and then at home against Cincinnati. 
The hardest matchup on that schedule is at home against Cincinnati. So Brock Osweiler has a really nice run of games down here. Now, Gary Kubiak said this week, Brock Osweiler has got to stop taking those big hits. We saw him get popped a couple times against the New England Patriots, but you have to be impressed with what he's done. I support Brock Osweiler as a streaming quarterback option down the stretch. Getting back to the Eagles opponent for Sunday night, the New England Patriots. Uh, if Rob Gronkowski cannot play, and it looks like he's going to be out for this game, maybe out for a couple of weeks with a knee injury, what other Patriots targets might be viable fantasy options moving forward? Well, next man up, and uh, you saw Scott Chandler, if you watched the game Sunday night, he was just getting peppered with targets, and I know he dropped a couple, but he's a big target. They lined him up out wide. They played him at wide receiver. Uh, he's a he's a deadly option in the red zone. He had a lot of touchdowns uh, with the Buffalo Bills earlier in his career. So Scott Chandler is a viable guy. It doesn't look like, to me, Rob Gronkowski is going to play this week. It looks like the Patriots are just like, you know what, we lost. We're 10-1. and one. We're still in the driver's seat. We're going to give him a rest. I would think Scott Chandler has big-time fantasy value this this week. And also Brandon LaFell. He's been a little disappointing. But remember, against Denver, you're going up against arguably the best cornerback trio in the entire NFL. Not a whole lot of separation for Brandon LaFell. I think he gets involved. And also, you have to keep a, an eye on Danny Amendola's status. He could be back this week. And Joe, finally, give us one good matchup and one not-so-good matchup this weekend for fantasy owners. Well, C.J. Anderson, if you manage to survive, if you manage to weather the storm with C.J. Anderson, this is a great matchup for him. The San Diego Chargers have been leaking points to running backs all year long. C.J. Anderson, to my eyes, I think it was blatantly obvious if you watched the game Sunday, he is the better back for that team. He's the better pass protector. He's the better receiver. He's the more natural downhill guy. Ronnie Hillman's more of just a speed change of pace type of guy. So C.J. Anderson, if you held on to him or if you picked him up off the waiver wire, I think he's viable this week. And there's a really bad matchup for Brandon Cooks of the New Orleans Saints. He gets to take on Josh Norman and the Carolina Panthers. And while Cooks is a receiver who moves around and Norman won't necessarily follow him inside if Cooks goes in there, just keep in mind that same offensive line has been in trouble in a good matchup last week against the Texans secondary. Drew Brees had no time to throw whatsoever. Brandon Cooks, not a great look this week against Carolina. All right, Joe, thank you very much. Our thanks to Joe Dolan, the managing editor at FantasyGuru.com. Be sure to follow Joe on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan and listen to him on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. That'll wrap things up for this week's edition of Fantasy Spin, presented by Bud Light. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, Joe. Fantasy Spin done for the week. Good luck to all of you in the playoffs. And for those who are not, better luck next year. When we return to Eagles 360, let's take a look at what's coming up on PhiladelphiaEagles.com, including a sneak peek, a taste of Glenn McNeil's bold predictions. The tournament is there. You're here. And before you take the team's star midfielder from here to there, along with his entourage, you have some things to do, like finding a place to stay, getting an oil change, mapping out the best route. Yes. Are we there yet? No. Roadside assistance? Not today, but always on call. So wherever your journey takes you, AAA helps you get there. So everyone's a winner. Start your journey at AAA.com. 
tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket. Talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you, you know, you just, just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I got to oh, make that profit. Makes more sense. Does a baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. Carbs to compete. Electrolytes to replenish. Everything you need to keep sweating. Dunkin' Donuts is helping more boys and girls get in the game this year for every Eagles touchdown. Dunkin' Donuts will donate $250 to Good Sports. To learn more, visit goodsports.org slash Dunkin' Philly. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macnow, Eagles 360. I don't think it's too early to say, as you will hear it here first. And I, I was in the media relations room the other day, yesterday. 24-13 Eagles is my bold prediction for Sunday. Wow. Well, that's bolder than mine. It's a double-digit win, Glenn. Boy, Dave, I would love to see that. Here, here's what I'll just give you a little taste of it. And uh, maybe it's not that bold, but here you go. Tom Brady is going to throw two touchdown passes to guys you never even heard of before. That's as bold as I can get for right now. I'll come back Thursday and give you something a little, little more in depth. That is so not bold. But they will miss <laughs> one of those extra points and thus 13. 24 to 13 There you win. go. They're going to block Guskowski. That's going to happen. What's ahead on PhiladelphiaEagles.com? It's our Amorosos on the menu segment. Chip Kelly in studio for tomorrow's show. Should be interesting to hear from him as we talk about Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots. We've got our cover two feature with Chris McPherson and some Eagles beat reporters. And our first look at the New England Patriots. We don't expect Gronk to play, but if he doesn't play... Who's the tight end? Well, we're going to give you the long, I guess the tall and short of it, if you will. So you get that in. It's really tall. And they're still really good. They're still really good. Patriots? Patriots are Oh, they're slumping. Amazing. Come on. One in a row. They're they're done. All right, Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macknell, good stuff today. Thanks for joining us on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.